0: As-salamu alaykum, dear listeners and welcome to CIC's podcast channel. In this series, Sheikh Akram will explore the profound teachings of Imam Nawawi, one of the most revered Islamic scholars of our time. His collection of 40 hadith encompasses a treasure trove of guidance and timeless wisdom. So get ready to be inspired and motivated. Al Hadith Abbas <laughs> ibn al I عَلَى عمل. إِذَا عملته عملته أَحَبَّنِي اللَّهُ to النَّاسُ You know, just I want to write something else. I want to write something else. I want to write something else. ibn maja, You know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, in the beginning, there are the seven hadiths in 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 this book which are not uh, sahih. They are. You know, can you just move it, person? Yeah, just you know, that's this. Uh, so people can see just, uh, just from here, from here. You know, just move a little bit up. Down. Yeah, down. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's fine. As I mentioned actually, the, the, you know, seven hadith. So one of them is this hadith, hadith, hadith number two, 31. About Ibn Majah said, in you know, narrative Majah, and then Imam Nawi said, you know, it is with Hassan Isnad. But you know, this is one of those hadiths where people say Imam Nawi is saying the hadith has not correct. People, people have been criticizing Imam Nawi for, for, for this thing that you know this hadith Hassan. Reason why? Because this hadith that you see in Ibn is in narration of these people. Khalid ibn Amr al qurashi from Sufyan al-Thawri, from Abu Hazim, from Sahad ibn saad al-Sa'idi. The problem in this hadith, in this narration is, this man Khalid ibn Amr al-Qurashi, Khalid ibn Amr al-Qurashi, about whom Imam Ahmad al hanbal said, Munkar al-Hadith. This man is Munkar in hadith. Munkar hadith basically means that, you know, he is not so trustworthy, he is weak. And when he narrates the hadith, he is opposed by people who are better than him, and reliable than him. And Munkar hadith never can be used for, even for fadail. So this man had been accused by Ahmad Allahu Taala as being munkarul hadith, and once Ahmed Hamd said about him This man he is not reliable. Yarwi ahaditha bawatir. This man narrates those hadiths which are false, fabricated. So Ahmed Hambal once said about him munkarul hadith, another time said about him thiqatin, and the third time he said about him yarwi ahaditha bawatir. He narrates false hadith. Fabricated a Hadith, Yahya Al-Ma'in said about him, Laysa hadithu be shay. his hadith is nothing. And once, once Yahya Al-Ma'in said about him, Kana kathaban yakdibu. he was a liar, he used to lie. Haditha an shu'bata a haditha moduwa, he narrated from shu'bata many hadith which are fabricated. <laughs> Imam Bukhari and Abu Zura al-Razi both say, Munkar al-hadith, this man is munkar in the hadith. Abu Hatim al-Razi said, Matrukul al-hadith. This man is, you know, his hadith is so bad that it has been left. Nobody abandoned. You know, his hadiths are left. Daifun is weak. And Salih ibn Muhammad and Ibn Adi both say this man has been accused of fabricating hadith. Wadail hadith. Nasabu Saleh Muhammad wa ibn Adiyin ila Wadail hadith. And Uqaili, one of the person who wrote hadith about weak narrators, he said, Hadith who had you know, read this hadith and they said, and then he said وقال ليس لَهُ then I said, السُّفِيَانَ الثَوْرِي This hadith has no asl, no ground from the hadith of sufyan thawri So you can see really, a man like that, how can his hadith can be hasan? So that's why more likely this hadith basically is you know da'if are very, very weak. Uh, you know, it's not really worth of those things that can people. But anyway, Imam Nawur is a great scholar, and you know, and he has his own opinion. So he said Hasan. So you know we respect that, but at the same time keep this other argument also in, in the mind. So hadith is that a man came to the Prophet and said, "Oh Allah the Messenger, tell me an, about an action. If I do, then Allah loves me and people love me. If I do that, Allah loves me and people love, love me." So the Allah the Messenger said, "Is hadfi dunya Allah." You know, turn away from dunya. Don't have interest in dunya. Prefer the akhira or dunya. Have Zuhd in dunya, Allah will love you. And then have Zuhd from whatever people have got, people will love you. you know, don't turn to the people. Whatever people have got, don't have love for that. Turn away from what people have got, people will love you. No doubt, really. This is very important wisdom. That if people don't love this dunya and prefer the day hereafter or this dunya, Allah will love them. And whenever you have no interest in what people have got, don't, don't want to get that. You know, you have no interest, no haste, no 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 tam'ah, no greed for the people. Then people love you. People love all those people who uh, don't need them. If you need the people, they don't love you. But if you don't need the people, then they will love you. And you know, can see really, and that's why, uh, you know, people in the past really they used to make effort how to become Zuhd, You know how to use use Zohd. and Zuhd you know really was very important in, in their life. Yunus ibn said. لَيْسَ الزَّهَادَةُ فِي الدُّنْيَا بِتَحْرِيمِ الْحَلَالِ حلال وَلَا بِعْدَاعَةِ الْمَالِ وَلَكِنَّ الزَّهَادَةُ فِي الدُّنْيَا عَنْ تَكُونَ بِمَا فِي يَدِ اللَّهِ اَوْثَقَ مِنْكَ بِمَا فِي يَدِكَ Yunus al-Maisra says, Zohd is not that you make halal as haram, you know, like many Sufi people have been doing, uh, you just get rid of your, your wealth, that's not the Zohd. Zohd in dunya is that your trust in what Allah has got, what Allah has should be more than your trust what you have got. And people should trust in what is with Allah ta'ala, more than what you, they trust in what they have got. And whenever you have problem, your condition that time, and when you don't have the problem, your condition that time, both should be equal. And people who praise you and the people who criticize you both become equal to you. You are, don't become happy with the praise of the people and you don't become upset with the criticizing of the people. You know, I mentioned earlier, then the name of Haji Makki, Muhajim taala, one of the great Sufi sheikh of India. So he wrote once to his disciple, whose name I also mentioned, and wrote to him and asked him, that tell me about your condition, how you are feeling, what is happening to you? You know, what are your stress in terms of how much you, are, you know, have been raised? So Ma'ala Gangohi wrote to him that I don't have any, any condition, any, any hal, except one thing, that people who, who praise me and people who criticize me, both are equal in my eye. I don't become happy with the people who praise me, praise me. I don't uh, you know, uh, become angry when people criticize me. This really is an amazing thing. When both become, then you look at Allah and we people, if somebody criticizes us, we become upset. When somebody praises us, then we become so happy. So this is one of the things for the zuhud. And really, the thing basically is, Zuhd is always in the heart. So you, even if you see something like that from the people, don't witness that the person is Zahid. Because Zuhd, nobody can know. Zuhd is in the heart of the people. Abu Suleyman al says, Never say that so-and-so is Zahid. Because Zuhd is something which is in the heart of the, of the believer. We can say some signs, find some signs, but never can say. But actually, when does this Zuhd comes, when people have money or don't have money, money does not make the difference. People have the Zod, if you have plenty of money, same. If you don't have nothing, you know, doesn't. Actually, sometimes they prefer to have nothing. Like Imam Ahmad himself said, ayami yawma wa laysa shayun. Imam Ahmad said, the most pleasing of all my days is that day when I get up in the morning and I don't own anything. That is the most pleasing. Defar me hazim az People ask Abu Ma, Abu Hazim Al-Zahid, What is your wealth? What is your money, your property? Abu Hazim said, I have got two types of wealth. And with, with them, I don't have any fear of poverty. People said, What is your wealth? What is that? Those, those things. He said, and having no hope, in, you know, and no greed in what people have got. These are two my wealth, and with them I never feel any poverty. So people said to him, You know, you don't fear that you know you will be hungry or something like that. You just have these two things and you don't have any money. I will fear the poverty. How can I feel poverty when my master he owns whatever is in the heaven and whatever is in the earth and whatever is between them and whatever is underneath of the earth. He owns everything. How can I feel power to thouri a Amal? says Zohd in Dunya is that you don't have many, many hopes. Just you know, just think you are dying soon. Don't make big plans like many, many people keep planning for a long time. Zohd is that you don't have planning for this world, you don't have any amal, don't think that you are going to live. Zohd is not, you know, that you eat rough food and you have wear rough clothes, this is not Zohd, this is Zohd of the Sufi people. The real Zohd is that you don't have any amal, any hope for the future, you have no planning, you only think about the hereafter. So anybody who actually does is this zohd, trusting in Allah so Taala and turning away from what people have got, they are the people of the zohd. They are the people respected. They are the leaders. And Arab Baduin, he came to, uh, uh, he came uh, to Basra and he asked people, Man Ahir Who is the leader and master of the city of Basra? Qalu al Hasan. People say Hasan Basri. He is the leader and master of the city of Basra. qala bima saadahum. He asked how he became leader. Because people need his knowledge and he does not need their money. He does not have any need to them. People need him for his knowledge. But he does not have any need to the money of the people. That's how he became you know, the leader. This thing should be. Trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. not in, in the people. You know, like the story of Alhamdulillah. Somebody came to Alhamdulillah and said that I am going for the Hajj. And I will, my trust will be in Allah. Trust in Allah, I'm going for Hajj. And I'm not going to take any provision, any zad, nothing for the Hajj. So Han Hambar said, No, you should take something. You are going for the Hajj. You should take provision. This man said, No, I'm just going, Mutawakkilan, trusting Allah, nothing else. So Han Hambar said, Then you should travel alone. Don't go with the people. travel alone. He said, No, no, I must go with the people. So Han Hambar now said, Then your trust is not in Allah. Your trust is in the provision of the people. You are going to eat from what they eat. That's what will happen. So many people who pretend that they are Zahid, they always hope is that people will give them something. So that's why you can see one of the great problems that Sufism has created later on that people's eye basically becomes all the time on the gift and the presence of the people. Many, many of these Sufis, you, you can see really they always hope that disciples will bring something to so that they can live, to so their eyes on them. They are not Sufi, they are not Zahid. The means first thing They don't have Zahud. And sometimes they you know, borrow money from the people who are expecting, hoping that some disciples will help them so they can pay the debt back. And something never happens. So they are taking the money of the people, borrowing from them, you know, and the life actually is you know, full of all these problems. This is not the Zohd. Zohd is the trust in Allah Taala and don't have any hope from, you know, from the people and don't have desire and greed in the wealth of the people. Al-Hadith Al-Thani wa أن أبي سعيد سعد بن مالك بن سنان الخضرية رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا ضرار ولا ضرار حديث حسن رواه نماجى والدار قطني وغيرهما مسندا ورواه مالك في الموطع مرسلا أنا عمرو بن عن نبيه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأسقط أبا سعيد وله طرق يقوي بعدها بعد ال... أبو سعيد الخضرية رأيه لأن الله سعد ما يسنجل صلى الله عليه وسلم said لا ضرار ولا ضرار there's no harm, and they, let me explain what how it means. But in Arabic language, you know, basically it is the beauty of the language that you know from the same root they can make so many words, and you know with slight difference in the meaning. So, like for example, you know, you you, you can say like you know faala to do something, ta'ala to do something with with, with effort, faala to make something with, with with someone else. So there are so many ways. So like you say katala means he killed. And qatala means he fought. Everybody, both of them are making effort to kill each other. So you say qatala. So dharra means to harm someone. The darra. And darra mudharratan means that somebody is harming you and you are making effort to harm that person. So both are competing, they both are fighting each other. So in Islam, there's no harm. Any Muslims are not allowed to harm anybody. Harming anybody is not allowed. And similarly, Muslims are not allowed to be in competition of harming. If somebody harms you, to don't make effort to harm me. This thing going on, this is not the way of the life of the believer. So the Prophet said, "No harm, la darar, wala darar." And I will actually explain it a little bit more. But let's see what Imam Nawwi said. Imam Novi said, "Hadithun Hasanun." This hadith is Hasan. So as I mentioned, this is one of those hadiths where Imam Tirmidhi, Imam Naoui said, they are, you know, they are, you know, they Hasan, uh, uh, and, uh, and people say it is not Sahih and, uh, and imam now we here has good uh, you know uh, uh, this explanation of what he said he said even majah and tarqutni both have narrated this hadith ayda marfu musnadan means ayda marfu the hadith at the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam with fully sanad so musnad musnad basir al marfu al muttasil they, they narrated the hadith marfu with the full chain of narration wa rawahu malik fil muwatta mursalan an umr ibn yahya an bihi an Nabi sallallahu alaihi an wasallam Imam Malik had narrated the same hadith in Muatta, Mursal. Mursal means, he mentioned the name of Abu yahya and his father, Yahya al-Mazani, and from the Prophet, and he dropped the name of Sahabi, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. Fa'asqata Abu Sa'idin. Wa lahu And this hadith has got many other chain kind of narration, and all of them, they support each other. The people of the hadith said, in this matter, Imam Nawawi is right. Imam Nawawi is right, the hadith is Musnad and marfu' and it is more preferred. And there are other turuk which support it. So Imam Nawawi's description of the hadith, that is Hasana, it is more likely, it is right. So Darar and are basically harming anybody and being competitive, that's not allowed. Now, especially actually when it comes from the people of the power, like you know, many, many rulers, you know, for their own you know, comfort and for their own easy life, for their own enjoyment. They take wealth of the people, they take their money and they do some so much injustice. You know, this is no doubt haram really. And like you can see many, many Muslim countries, there are landlords and there are wealthy people. All their effort actually is how to take away whatever the poor people have got. You know, like if somebody has got 99 goats, they always think to get one from the other person to make their own 100. So many, many people keep doing this. This is really very bad. If you have got anything and your brother has got anything, don't make effort to take him from. No, what you have got, that's enough for you. Once Taus al-Yamayi, one of the pious persons of Islam, and you know, also you know, very good in hadith and taftir, student of Abdu'l- Abdul-Abbas Once Taus came to Hisham ibn Abdul-Malik. Hisham ibn Abdul-Malik is one of the Khalifa Banu Mayya. And Taus al-Yamayi he had no fear of anybody. He never came to the rulers to get anything from them. No, he used to come there to criticize them. So when Taus came to Hasham, Taus said to Hisham, اتق yawm al Who Oh, Hasham, fear Allah. On the day of Adhan. When the Adhan will be said, fear of Allah of, of that day. Qala Hisham Adhan. Hisham said, what is the day of Adhan? Which day you are asking me to, to fear Allah subhanahu wa taala? What is the day of Adhan? Taus said, qawluhu ta'ala, fa baynahum al The day of Adhan is that in the day of judgment, Allah taala make an angel, an announcer, he will make Adhan. He will announce, he will declare very clearly that curse of Allah will be and, and the wrongdoers, and those who are unjust, and them is curse of Allah. So he's saying, fear that day, when there will be announcement from Allah for the curse and the wrongdoers and the ghalim. So don't become among the ghalim. Saika By hearing this, Hisham became unconscious. He fell down because you know, this is really frightening. So Ta'u said to him, Hada bil dhul- this humiliation has come to you just by describing that day. What will happen to you when you will see that day? You see, he does not become soft. Hesham, when he heard this advice, he fell unconscious. And when he got to his consciousness, Hisham, it's still Taos is not soft. Taos said to him, This is your humiliation. You are humiliated now by hearing the description of that day. But what will happen when you see that day with your own eyes? So he said, this humiliation came to you just by describing that day. But what will happen to you when you see the day with your own eyes? We hope you enjoyed this episode. To help us create more content like this and more, please consider supporting us by donating whatever you can. Please visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and click the donate button. Jazakallah khairan